I'm back with you guys to bring you today's message. I'm really excited about that. Uh, I am, as I said earlier, I'm going to be talking about faith over fear. And uh, the reason why I'm talking about faith over fear and, and why it's important that we talk about it is this, is that number one, first of all, I felt like, I felt like God put it in my heart to be a voice of faith in, in, in this time that we're living in. Uh, matter of fact, when this old COVID-19 pandemic started, I really felt like God just dropped in my, in my spirit right away to be a, a voice of, of faith and that our church would be a voice of faith. And so I've had a number of people that have been speaking and talking and, and, and ministering on that, and we're going to continue to do that, not only on Sunday mornings, but on Wednesday evenings also. And so uh, make sure that you're tuning in for that. But, uh, but another reason why is because I went to my Bible, I read the New King James Version, and I went to my Bible, and I, I looked up to see how many times it talks about fear not or be not afraid. And to my amazement, it, it says it 94 different times, to uh, fear not or be not afraid. And if it says it 94 times, oh my gosh, then uh, it must be important that we not fear. And that God is trying to get that uh, across to us that fear is not good, that it is, it can be destructive. As a matter of fact, another thing that I discovered in my studies is that anytime fear is present, faith is absent. And so, man, I'm, I'm telling you, we need to make sure that we are, we're operating in faith so that fear is absent. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And uh, in, in, in this series, and specifically, I want to be talking about exposing fear, exposing fear. And uh, what I'm going to be revealing today is this, is that fear brings bondage. And God wants us to be free to live, to live the life that he's called us to live. Now, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15, we'll see this. Jesus is, Jesus, uh, this is speaking about Jesus and what he did in coming down to this earth and redeeming us. The Bible says here that, uh, that through his death, he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Notice here that when we give in to the fear of death, and there's a lot of people that are fear, fearful of dying, and if you're fearful of dying, then you are subject to bondage. And it can happen your whole lifetime, according to Hebrews chapter uh, 2, verse 15 here. But I'm going to say this, is that whatever you're fearful of, you become subject to bondage. You, 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 become, uh, you become enslaved to whatever it is that you're fearful of. And so I am exposing fear right now. That fear is a, it is, a, it is a master over your life that wants to rule your life and dictate your life. As a matter of fact, there's a couple of things that I'm going to be sharing with you today in exposing fear. Number one is that fear puts you in bondage to the natural. And really, that's where the devil wants us. He wants us to be in bondage to uh, what only we can control, what we can accomplish, what we can, uh, what we can uh, govern with our lives. 
And God has so much more than that. God wants to be brought into the equation. And really, that's what faith is all about. And I'll make that statement in just a moment. But when you give in to fear, uh, you, you, try to, you try to control the outcome. And I'm going to tell you, there's just some things you're not going to control or have the ability to control. But it happens all the time in people's life. Uh, when we uh, operate in faith, we put God in control. And really, that's what we want. And as I said earlier, where, where fear is, faith is absent. And where faith is, then we run fear off. And so we need to make, we need to be in we need to be in faith. And just because fear may come knocking at your door and, and try to enter your life, doesn't mean you need to answer. If it tells us to fear not, then we have the power not to fear. And so we're going to be talking about that today. Uh, there are a lot of people that are in bondage to fear, uh, fear of failure. Do you know that there's going to be a lot of people that will, will not even try to do something? They won't even try to accomplish something because they have the fear of failure? That's bondage. How about the fear of rejection? I know a lot of people that uh, they, won't, they won't get into any kind of uh, a relationship, any meaningful relationship because they don't want to be rejected rejected or they won't share their faith uh, with somebody else because they're fearful of rejection well that's bondage folks how about the fear of getting hurt I remember years ago there was this individual that loved our church I mean they just uh, they they came in and they just loved their church our church uh, they they had a heart you could tell they had a heart and, and had a conversation with them and had a heart to want to get connected and serve in ministry and and uh, they just finally came out and told me they said you know what I've been hurt in the past and uh, I'm just I'm I'm just fearful of getting hurt and so I'm not going to I'm not going to join the church. And it was a very, very short time that that person uh, moved on elsewhere. And usually when you're in fear, you're moving from one thing to another, especially if you're fearful of being hurt. Uh, One thing that I've said over and over, uh, over the years is that uh, hurting people get hurt and hurting people get uh, hurt people. And so it becomes this vicious cycle that you're hurting people and you're getting hurt. And, uh, and so it, it, you, you're in bondage to, to that all of your lifetime. And that's a horrible place to live. How can you be free to live the life that God wants you to live if you're always being fearful of rejection or fearful of failure or fearful of, of being hurt, uh, you know, or anything else? I, I was thinking about this, fear of loss. There's some people that won't try something because uh, they're, they're fearful if they get out there and they invest in it. Uh, that whatever they lose, they're never gonna uh, they're never gonna recover from it, and uh, and some people they won't tie, they won't give because of that reason, because they think if they release it, they're gonna lose it. But I'm gonna tell you, when we do it in faith and put it in God's hand, God blesses anything we put in God's hand. He blesses. I think about the the disciples. Uh, you know, they were uh, Jesus was ministering to the multitudes. It was about the Bible says it was five uh, thousand men plus women and children. Could have been anywhere from fifteen to twenty-five thousand people, maybe even more. And uh, it, the day uh, it was getting late in the day, and and the disciples came to Jesus and said, "Hey, we're it's you know uh, the people are getting hungry." And Jesus says, "You feed them." And and uh, they said, "We have nothing but five loaves and two fish." And and then they put it in Jesus' hands, 
And uh, Jesus said, that'll work, give it to me. He put it in his hands. The Bible says that Jesus uh, looked up to heaven, he blessed it, and then he gave it to the, uh, the disciples to pass out to everybody, and he multiplied it. That's amazing. He multiplied it, and then after it was all said and done, when everybody was satisfied, everybody had eaten, there were 12 baskets full uh, that, were, that were gathered. And that's what happens. You know what? Anytime we operate in faith and we trust God, we're not going to lose. We gain. But let me tell you, fear will keep people in bondage. And people will be lacking all of their life because they're fearful of trusting God. And it's kind of like the, that person that wanted to join the church, you know, uh, but, but was fearful to do it because they were fearful of, of hurting, getting hurt, and that type of thing. You know what? If we'll just put our hands in God's hands, God's going to take care of it. Uh, you know, people uh, walk in bondage because they're fearful of sickness. Goodness, I see this all the time. People are always fearful of getting sick. Can I tell you, uh, the more that you're fearful of getting something, probably the more uh, prone you are to getting it. <laughs> it's just you attract it. Uh, because you're limiting yourself to this natural world. You're not operating in faith. Faith actually, uh, it's almost like it builds this, uh, this, uh, uh, this, this shield around you. It's called a shield of protection. And, uh, and then God keeps you healed and whole. There's people, like I said, that are fearful of death. Anyway, you get the picture. It limits us to this natural world. And uh, we, we only uh, uh, can control what we can control when we're in operating in fear. And it's unfortunate that a lot of people will live there their whole lifetime. You remember Job. Uh, the more that you fear, uh, the worse it gets. In Job, you see this. In Job chapter 3, verse 25 and 26, it says, For the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me, and what I have dreaded has happened to me. I am not at ease, nor am I quiet. I have no rest, for trouble comes. In other words, the more that I was fearful, the more it happens to me. And, uh, and you know, I think sometimes we, we, uh, we never get out of where we need to get because we, we get stuck in the mud. We get stuck in the mud of, of fear. Uh, there's from time to time, I was sharing this with somebody recently that I was just coaching and talking about how to minister. And I said, there's going to be times where it's like you're swimming through mud. And the tendency in my early days was that when I was stuck in mud, uh, I, I mean, when I was ministering, I felt like I was stuck in mud. I tried to preach myself out of it. Instead, it got worse. It got worse and worse and worse. I've learned anytime when I'm ministering, and it feels like I'm swimming through mud, that I need to find a, I need to uh, get to the end as soon as possible because it's not going to get better. And I'm going to tell you when you uh, when you allow fear in your life and you allow it to dominate your life, it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse and worse and worse as it did with Job. Why? Because it limits you to this natural world. It limits you to whatever natural things that you can control. And it's not going uh, to help you to be uh, gaining ground in your life. Well, let me make this statement. Faith puts you depending on the supernatural. Where fear puts you in bondage to the natural, faith puts you depending on the supernatural. 
uh, you know, when you hear negative news, the tendency is to fear. And if you don't watch it, that's where you go. I, I remember uh, this, uh, this story in the, in the scripture, uh, and it was uh, where Jairus had come to, as a, a leader came to Jesus and said, uh, my daughter is deathly ill. Would you come and lay hands on her and pray for her? And, and Jesus said, you know, yes, I'll come. And on the way to going to, uh, to go pray for her, uh, the, uh, Jesus was interrupted and there was the lady with the issue of blood and he paused and ministered to her and, and when that got concluded, uh, there was somebody from Jairus' house that came and said, don't bother the master anymore, uh, your, your daughter's dead. I want you to see Jesus' response. He said, you know, when, when you get bad news, don't fear. That's the tendency of people. And I'm going to tell you that's what's happening right now across this globe is that people are getting this bad news and guess where they're going? Right into fear. They're going right into the trap of fear instead in, into faith. And Jesus said this, as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. And I'm going to tell you today, Whatever news you're hearing, do not be afraid, only believe. Only believe. Why? Because it moves you from the natural to the supernatural. It moves you from you controlling things to God being in control. When you do that, that's when you're going to have God's protection, God's provision, God's health, God's blessing on your life. So number one, exposing fear Fear puts you in bondage to the natural. Number two, the th second thing I want to share with you is that fear puts you in bondage to the spirit of fear itself. So many people don't even understand this, that, uh, that fear is a spirit. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says this, For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Can I tell you that a spirit of fear controls your life? When you, uh, when you give in to that spirit, that spirit begins to control your life through that fear. That fear and the influence of that fear or that spirit will begin to influence your decisions, begin to influence what you do do and what you don't do. That spirit begins to influence your mind, your thinking, your perspective, your 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 uh, your attitudes, your your uh, your emotions—it begins to affect all kinds of different. It controls, but it takes control of your life. I'm going to ask you. I'm, I want you to be serious right now, uh, and, and be honest right now with yourself and with God. Who's in control of your life? Is it God in control? Or is it the spirit of fear in control of your life? Let's be honest. I think there's a lot of people that in the, in, during this time, this pandemic time, have been operating in fear in the name of caution. Now, I'm not, I'm not opposed to caution. I think, I think uh, washing your hands, doing some various things is probably important, no doubt. 
But I think you can be cautious, but don't don't operate in fear. Don't misconstrue me, please. I'm not saying don't don't be cautious. I'm just saying uh, I think a lot of people are in the name of cautious uh, caution uh, are operating in fear. I hope that makes sense. And uh, and and because why we give into the spirit, and the spirit begins to control our life. You know, when my son was young, and I was training him and bringing him up in the admonition and nurture of the Lord. And I, I learned this early on, not to give in to fear. That fear was not of God. That God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. I learned that early on, taught that to my son. And I did not allow my son to give in to fear. Uh, a matter of fact, uh, there, I've, I've heard this over and over and over in, uh, with, with parents. Uh, you know, well, they're, they're fearful. Don't make them do that. They're, they're afraid. They're scared. You know what? You need, to, you need to make sure that you're teaching your children not to give in to the spirit of fear. Now, I'm not saying go out there and do stupid, foolish stuff. I'm not saying go out into traffic. That's just dumb. <laughs> and if you're if you're running out there, that's and, and you're just uh, casting uh, caution to the to the wind. That's just stupid. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when I when I was bringing my son up and training him, and I I would ask him to do something that I knew that the Word of God was asking him to do, and maybe he 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 was apprehensive. And was maybe fearful, and yeah, you can you can feel fear, but you do it anyway. And that's what I taught him. You just feel the fear, and you do it anyway. If the fear is there, you 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 may feel it, but you go ahead and go on beyond the fear. That means if you're supposed to say hi to somebody, or if you're to greet somebody, or you're to do something, you just go ahead and feel the fear. I from a very early age, um, young age, I had my son started speaking publicly because I knew he had leadership in him. I knew that he was uh, one day going to be a great leader. And so I began to coach him from early on. And as a result, uh, that he wasn't giving in to fear. And it doesn't mean that fear doesn't come, just means that he doesn't give in to it. And, and I, hope, I hope that you, some of you, uh, you're, you, you may be in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. You may even be older than that. And, and fear has is, is controlled your life all your lifetime. It's still not too late. Do what God wants you to do. Obey God so that you have God's best in your life. Romans chapter 8 verse 15 says this. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear... But you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. So here's what I want to say. Fear puts you in bondage to the spirit of fear itself. Faith puts you depending on God's word. It puts you depending on God's word. Uh, we can face all kinds of obstacles in life. And all kinds of fearful situations in our life. And when we turn to the word of God, then our dependency becomes, uh, comes on God, uh, or our dependency is placed on God. And when we place our dependency on God, then God has the freedom to come in our lives and change things on our behalf. We all go through storms. Every one of us go through storms. 
And when we face a storm, don't get fearful. I remember one time uh, Jesus was ministering and his disciples and and then uh, they were gonna they were gonna cross uh, they was gonna cross this lake and and Jesus uh, Jesus said let's go to the other side and uh, they got in the boat and Jesus laid down he fell asleep and while they were on the in the process of crossing uh, the this storm arose and I guess it was a very vicious storm and so the disciples went and woke him up and said Jesus don't you care that we're perishing. I love Jesus. Don't you love Jesus? I hope you love Jesus. Oh man, he was just so bold and so so Jesus. Don't we need to be like him? We just need to be bold. I, I, listen to his response. And he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? He rebuked the storm and he says, peace be still. And that storm immediately stopped. And then he says, why are you so fearful? He, he had already given the word. He says, let's go to the other side. And so if he said, let's go to the other side, they weren't going to sink. Faith comes by hearing, by hearing the word of God. They should have had faith. And he's saying, why are you so fearful? Why is it that you have no faith? Because you let fear take place of faith. Where fear is, there's an absence of faith. Where faith is... Faith gets rid of fear. And I'm here to tell you today that God wants you and I to be free from the bondage of fear. God wants us to be free from the bondage of fear so that we can be free to live the life that God has intended for us to live. I hope this has helped you guys. This is going to be one awesome, power-packed, series that I believe that you want to make sure that not only you tune into, but that you uh, invite others to come and be a part of it. I love you dearly. I'm excited. I'm excited that I get to finish this series in person. And we're going to be able to do that on July the 5th. And I will be on week uh, five on July 5th. We're going six weeks in this series. And so make sure that you come and enjoy the rest of it then. I want to invite you to be a part of the kingdom of God. Be a part of the family of God. And uh, Jesus gave his life for all of us. Whosoever will call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And maybe today you've never asked Jesus Christ into your life. I want to give you that opportunity. Or maybe you have. Maybe you've, you're one that was following him and, and at some point in your life like the prodigal son you got away from him and today you need to come back home if that's you on either one of these invitations can I help you to get your relationship right with God and pray this prayer with me the Bible tells us when we call on his name he answers we will be saved say this with me say Jesus go ahead and if you're in a room with a lot of people uh, why don't all of you say it so that you're supporting maybe that one that might be with you that, that is making this decision. Say, Jesus, I come to you today. I believe with all of my heart that you died for me, you were buried, and you were raised from the dead. And right now, I invite you to come into my life 
and to be the Lord of my life from this point on. Thank you for forgiving me, receiving me, and helping me to be everything that you want me to be. I love you from this point on with all of my heart. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you prayed that, we want to respond to you. We want to help you take your next steps. Please fill out our communication card and uh, on our website. And, uh, and I will respond and I'll get some information to you and help you. Uh, and I'll pray for you over this next week. We're committed to you. Committed to your, your spiritual journey and helping you uh, to have a successful one. Love you guys. God bless you. Don't forget, uh, if you are watching this on our Facebook, uh, to like this and share this. If you're watching this from our platform, go to our Facebook and like it and share it. People need to hear this, especially in the time that we're living in. I love you guys. If you want to give, many ways that you can do that, uh, that we uh, list on our website. Go to our website and uh, you can give that away. Your gifts and your generosity is helping us to make a kingdom impact, not only in our city, in our people, but our city and around the world. Love you. God bless you. Have a fantastic, fantastic Sunday.